Hello and welcome back to the Happiness Safari podcast. My name is Adine. I'm so happy you're here. I'm here to guide you to connect to who you really are through yoga and coaching so you don't feel lost or lonely anymore but are empowered to live the life of your dreams. And the podcast is here to support you and inspire you through stories from incredible people just like you and me who found their happiness and who are sharing their happiness journey. And today on the podcast, I talk to a very old friend. Kati is a mom of two toddlers now and the mind behind Strawberry Blonde Mind, where it's all about mindset, intuition and manifesting. She offers mentoring to help her clients remember who they truly are and find their purpose, ease and abundance. Her own journey began back in 2014 when she realized she needed to make a change in her life. She felt disconnected from herself, lost and stuck. Because she always longed for spirituality and a deeper meaning in her life, she decided to travel to South America and participated in her first Ayahuasca retreat. Doing this retreat, she also started Ashtanga Yoga and never stopped again. By learning about mindset and starting to teach it herself, she found her missing piece of the puzzle and now passes on what she has been learning and continues to learn on her own journey. Until today, Kati has participated in 30 Ayahuasca sessions and in this episode she shares her journey, how Ayahuasca changed her life in so many ways and why letting go was the scariest part. From today's episode you will learn what Ayahuasca is, if Ayahuasca is for you, how you could heal trauma with Ayahuasca, why Ayahuasca is not for everyone, how to follow your intuition and why no one is helping you except yourself and how to leave your limitations behind. I really hope you will enjoy this episode. Hi, Kathy. I'm so happy to talk to you, finally. And we've been knowing each other for ages, really. And uh, yeah, now kind of had a, a similar journey and also doing a similar work. And it's been so interesting yeah, seeing you over the last several years. Um, also, yeah, changing uh, your life uh, in a yeah very special way. So I just want to know more about that and also share with listeners. So yeah, please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, yeah, maybe your journey from when you started to where you are now. <laughs> mm -hmm. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, super excited um, and always happy to talk about, especially ayahuasca. I love to talk about my experience because that's really when my journey began, because that's really when my life changed. 180 degrees that was like the main event mm. um, so just to give you like a really quick overview because you you know me from earlier but um so I was always a very insecure girl and I can I cannot think of another way to describe it other than I felt super disconnected mm. I had no real 
connection to myself and I really didn't understand why I was the way I was and why I was behaving the way I was behaving and um, when I got older like my teenage years that's when we met um, I was so insecure and I always um, solved that little problem with drinking a little bit too much because having one glass of wine made me feel a little bit more comfortable and the voice inside my head got a little bit quieter and yeah but um it never was just one glass it was always a little bit too much or a <laughs> way too much <laughs> and um and i was so i was really in in so much pain because i was feeling so lost and i was so ashamed because I really didn't understand why I was drinking so much and why I felt the way I felt and yeah I was really I was so so sad about that and I couldn't change it and um at some at one point I just realized I'm it was like a depression I was really hopeless because and I always had this longing for more more meaning in life and more spirituality but I didn't I, I couldn't find a way in and I, I, I was just lost. I was really lost. And, um, but you said you wanted to change, but was there anything you tried before to change? Yeah, I tried to drink less. So I tried to like, um, I didn't, because I had no idea what the root was. I had no idea why I was drinking so much. So obviously it didn't work when I just tried to stop over drinking mm. and um yeah but that was just like one one like one symptom this this over drinking was just when we went out I didn't drink at home or something in the evenings but just when we went out and um, but that really like was a big thing for me because when you're in school work travels fast and you get like sort of a reputation and really I just wanted, I just didn't understand. I just wanted to be happy and I just wanted to be self-confident. And I was so, um, I felt so lost and so disconnected. I couldn't even try anything because I had no, mm. no capacity. I had like no emotional intelligence. But when you, yeah, that's how you could describe it. Yeah, I, I had no idea what to do. I just knew that this was not leading in a good direction, you know. Mm. And what happened then? So um, my my husband, um, I met him when I was 17. And he was the first one who told me about ayahuasca. And he said something like it was the, the highway, like the fast lane, you know, to solve your traumas and to really find out who you are and and come closer to yourself like reconnect and but he also said it could be like you would be maybe throw up or have to go to the toilet and back then I was like no because I was at that point in my life where I wouldn't leave my comfort zone like mm. never so I said no mm, I don't think so but it kind of stayed with me and then a few weeks later I read in a fashion magazine which is very funny because it's for the fashion magazine And I read an article about ayahuasca and uh, there was this one sentence that stayed with me. And that was when I decided, I think, because it said when you do like a two week retreat of ayahuasca, it's um, it's comparable with 
20 years of therapy. Oh, and, wow. and I read that and I said, okay, <laughs> because I always had this, like I, I would jump into the cold water and sometimes it would overwhelm me, but it's just the way I'm wired. Mm. And um, yeah, that's when I decided. And it, it took a while, but I think that's when I decided that I would try this. It took a while and I went on and, and traveled after I um, um, graduated from university. And I went to a point where I really felt like really, really completely hopeless because I realized I, I didn't feel anything. I, I wasn't even sure I I could feel love. I was really, yeah, I was really hopeless. And I think looking back all these these all the pain and all these moments um, I think they were necessary because I think life is meant to break us open mm. and my favorite quote I think it's one of my favorite quotes is by Rumi and it says the wound is the place where the light enters you and that's exactly how I felt because I really I that was like the, the lowest I ever felt. And I knew I had to change something. And that's when I when I could finally m make this decision. And then I went and did this ayahuasca retreat, um, my first one. Where and did you do it, it? And how old were you when you did it? Um, I was 24. Mm. It was, um, yeah, it was 2014. Mm. And uh, that totally, um, it, it, I think everyone finds their tools, you know, or the universe sends them your way and, and what's right for you will find you. And it was the right thing for me. I think um, it's, it saved me because it, it recon I felt so reconnected for the first time. I really felt myself and I understood so many things. It was like my emotional intelligence was at zero before I had no clue I was completely disoriented and then afterwards it went to a thousand you know I wow. really um it was very beautiful I felt so um yeah present and alive you know mm. yeah wow and what was the actual experience like like yeah, mm. yeah um so I went there because I thought, okay, I want to find out what I want to do with my life. But <laughs> yeah, I had to go way, way back. I, I think like emotionally I was about, it even started be, before I was born. And then I was like a, a lot of hours passed and I felt like I was back four years old. And so the first experiences were just really like very healing. I just felt like I was four again and I lay there and I watched everyone else. And it was just very, um, I felt so, so protected and so safe. And, and those were really nice experiences, but also I went, um, I went through my own health. So ayahuasca is nothing you do to have like a nice experience. It's very, I, I mean, it's very challenging it's um it can be very cruel yeah. and so i had the most beautiful experience and the most horrible ones too and very quickly um, maybe for the listeners who don't actually know anything about ayahuasca and have no idea what it is can you quickly describe what it actually is 
So it's, I would describe it like, um, like this. It's like a plant medicine and it's, um, from Peru and, um, it's like a sacred ritual and they, they make it in the Amazon in the rainforest and it's made out of a leaf and a liana. It's liony art, yeah. I think in English. And, um, they use it to, I mean, it's a spirit and they use it for knowledge, for gaining knowledge and also for treating, um, mental or physical illnesses. It's, it's, and it expands your awareness, your awareness. It's, um, it contains DMT. So it's, a um, how do you say that? Uh, psycho, um, psychedelic. Yeah. Psychedelic. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And how long was your first retreat? Two weeks. Two weeks. But you, yeah. Two and weeks. you took it every day or you had some No, break? every second day, every every other day. So, I, but I think we added one. So it was like six times. Mm. Wow. Times, I think. But it's a never ending process. Mm. And um, yeah, you're never done. And, but it's, it's such a beautiful experience. And um, I will be forever grateful for that because um, I always had this this feeling there must be more to life than this society that we've created, and I always had I always thought this there must be more, mm. and um, it's, you I cannot even begin to describe what you experience because you when you go really deep you you enter a place where there is no difference between life or death. Mm. And it's just, it's beautiful. And um, it's, I was going to have several effects. It's, it's a cleanse. because It's like a little bit like yoga because all our emotions and our traumas, they get stuck in our joints. Mm. And ayahuasca is like really is a cleanse. I've seen people come there with like eyes that were like totally like, cloudy and they they didn't have like they had a very bad posture and then i saw them like lose five or ten pounds in one week of water and the eyes got clear and they changed completely in the way they walked and wow. they stood up straight and so you can heal traumas and it's also a cleanse and your awareness gets expanded mm -hmm. and it's really it's very hard to describe it to someone who hasn't hasn't um, made that experience. I mean, you t did it. Yeah. You, you know a little bit about what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, I did it only twice. And I mean, I did it two days in a row, right? And as you described, I mean, I had a very horrible uh, experience mm -hmm. and I had a very beautiful experience. And yeah. um, I'm just thinking that it's like really intense to do it for so long because I mean, I am sure I want to do it again um, one day, but I feel that, I mean, it was also the most horrible thing. It really doesn't, I mean, it didn't taste great and I was throwing up a lot. So for it me, it's worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the taste gets worse every time because I, when I first drank it, I said, Oh, it's not that bad. I felt really cool because I thought, okay, that's easy. And then when you drink it more and more and more, and more it's getting, getting harder and harder. Wow. Because your soul knows what's about to come. Mm, exactly. I, I don't think, I don't think it's for everyone. Mm -hmm. I think, um, but if it's for you, you will feel it. 
Mm-hmm. And um, if it's not for you, you will probably not even, it will not cross your path, maybe. Yeah, true. Um, so everybody who's listening to the podcast, yeah. you might attract this. <laughs> it is on your path. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> But what would you recommend people who are scared? I mean, like you or when, you know, I mean, it took you seven years to then finally do it. No, no, it didn't take me seven years because it, it took me, I think, oh, wait, you're right. It took me a while because I was, yeah, it took me a while, right? Um, yeah, I think the right moment will come and you will just do it because I had second thoughts and it was, but it was like someone else was deciding for me because it was just happening. You know, I, mm. I, I could have said, no, I'm not getting on that flight. I'm not doing it, but something kind of like it, it took over and I just knew now is the right time and this is what I have to do. Mm. So I think you just need to listen to your intuition and and go follow that and um yeah 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 because i'm scared every time when i when i i mean it's been a while since i had my last retreat but i'm every time i'm super scared because it's really you have to i'm doing ayahuasca is kind of a little bit like learning to die because you have to let go mm-hmm. because with ayahuasca once you start to resist it's getting really ugly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very, very uncomfortable. It's very, it's getting bad very quickly once you resist, but you have to go with the flow and you have to let go. And that's the scariest part for us, I think, because humans t- like to be in charge. Like, I like to be in charge and control everything to feel safe. Yeah. And, um, that's what you have to do when you drink ayahuasca you have to let go and you have to go with the flow otherwise you lose your mind I I had moments especially when I I I solved that that drinking thing that over drinking because I could I could I did solve that and it never was the same again and it's just gone it's I just and it was horrible but you still drink right I tried to like yeah, I had a time after that where I couldn't touch any any sort of alcohol. But now when, when I feel like it, I have a glass of wine and, and I can enjoy that. But I would never get to a point because I'm so I'm confident now. I don't need this anymore. Mm. And I I yeah, I don't need it anymore. And it's just it's it's gone. It's not it's not there. And and but that was very horrible but best best session ever like it was really it was very very terrible but afterwards i was so happy what happened and exactly can you can you tell i was i i was um i didn't know what was what was going to happen because you drink it and then you lay down you know how it works you lie there and the lights are off you have a little light maybe in the middle and you just hear listen to music or or the singing and yeah. you just lie there and wait and all of a sudden it starts to kick in and mm-hmm. and for me i always see these snakes and these visuals because i feel like ayahuasca it's like it's, it's like a snake spirit it's some i don't know and um then i started to have these these um um 
well-known feelings of of like feeling I've always feeling drunk and I was suddenly I was drunk and I think I <laughs> I was at Oktoberfest <laughs> and um and it was terrible and I I said oh no please someone help me but no one's helping you except yourself and I had to learn that that night mm. and I felt all these horrible feelings, all the shame, and I was feeling sick. And 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 at some point, um, the shaman came to me and and said to me, "You're not that weak. Go into the rage, like get angry, you know, like, mm. get into your power." And that's really that really helped me. And then everything shifted. And then I started thinking, okay, nobody's going to come and help me. I need to solve this right now. I need to, I need to do this. And then I, um, and then I said, okay, what, what would I do? I would drink water. And, um, then I, I drank and I drank and, and then the water tasted exactly like it was, it tasted like vodka. And then I, I said, okay. And I drank it all. And then I ha had to throw up and then sort of everything like shifted. And it was a very intense um, experience. Mm. But yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's what happened. Like you were cleansing, like you were physically yeah. kind of, you know, I mean, you're yeah. growing up because of the tape, but you were letting yeah. go probably of all the experiences and, yeah. you know, the connection to alcohol yeah. and all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because when you have to throw up on ayahuasca, it's like it feels like a lot, but it's actually not that much, mm. and it's a lot of energetic, like yeah, yeah. Mm. But it's so. I mean, for me, it was so tough on my body. It was physically so hard, like to. So, so, I mean, it was <laughs> it was tough. But then, okay, how many how many times have you have you done it? Like how many sessions? Do you know? Um, I think um, about 30. Wow. So far. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because you're never done and and um, you go deeper and deeper and yeah. Wow. So I will do it again, but at the moment it's a little bit difficult because it's like not always accessible. Mm. It's difficult to... Peru or Brazil and yeah. someplace else. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And, and it's really um yeah. So then that was your most life-changing experience. Um where you were probably um, back then yes because back then yes because ayahuasca um picks you up where you where you are emotionally. Mm. So, and I was really, I was grown up, I was 24, but emotionally I felt like a child mm. and it sort of brings you back to where you stand and you can grow up from then, mm. uh, from, from that. And it's like a process. And that was one very um, intense experience that, um, that was very um, yeah, profound, mm. but I had others as well. I mean, um, We were talking a lot about over drinking and stuff. Don't get the wrong impression. I wasn't, I didn't have like a, a problem, but when we went out, it was like always too much. And I struggled with that, but it wasn't about the drinking. It was what caused it, you know, this uh, insecurity. And I, I suddenly understood 
where it came from. And mm. I could hear so much, um, so many traumas. And, and so, we all have thousands of little traumas. And yeah. yeah. And uh, what happened then? So you went to Peru and you came back after two weeks or longer of traveling. And then I went to, it was in Brazil. Brazil. And And we stayed there because um, we stayed there, um, I think, one more month. And um, that was a time where I was, that was really nice because I felt so, you know, connected and, and alive and present. And we could just, we had no worries. We were traveling and we were just able to be mm. and have fun. And um, yeah, we did. Um, we did many retreats after that and yeah but I'm wondering did you come back and then you know what did your family I mean I know your parents also but what did people say could they tell that you changed or your friends and yeah yeah they could tell they couldn't put their finger on it I think because I didn't tell everyone what I did but they could tell because I was really I was different mm. I grew up a little bit and um, I started my journey. It was really like as if I woke up. Mm. It was what I needed to turn the tide. Mm. And I, I found back to myself and I found, I, I started loving myself, you know, and mm. yeah. 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 And, the way I experienced other people shifted as well. Because before, when you showed me a picture of someone smiling, I would say, yeah, that's a person that's smiling. But afterwards, I could see like much deeper and I could tell if the person was really smiling or if there was actually a sad person smiling, you know? Mm. It was like my, um, yeah, yeah, that changed as well. Yeah, and would you like to share what you're doing uh, now, actually? and How you're helping other people? So um, yeah, it was um, last year that we went to Mexico. We left everything behind. We gave up our apartment and went to Mexico. And um, that's when I uh, started. Wait, can I add with two little children? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's also yeah, eight months at that time. Yeah, and. Um, Yeah, but it was the right thing to do. It was scary, but it was really the right thing to do. And um, I don't know if it was the change of the of scenery. I think it was. I think it's a real life hack to get out of your hometown, of your mm. out of your bubble. And um, so I started taking a course um, at the Proctor Gallagher Institute with Bob Proctor, and that sort of closed the circle for me because. Um, ayahuasca and also yoga taught me so much but when mindset came into the equation it was like it closed the circle and um, I, I discovered that I really love helping people I love helping people find their way back to their inner light because we all have that inner flame but it's like completely um, blocked sometimes we can't really feel it anymore because of our ego all the mm. the fear-based identity we give ourselves and the ego it's like a muscle and it's it's like so strong 
that you 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 lose the connection to your light and um once you start to cultivate a mindset and and you you find your way back to that light it's some at some point it takes over and the ego gets smaller and smaller and and the mindset and and your intuition that's becoming the main muscle and that's when you really connected to yourself and you feel in charge of your own life and that's what i love doing and that's what i discovered that i really love helping people um like leave all of their limitations behind that we put on ourselves actually yeah <laughs> yeah and so that's what i do i'm helping people reconnect to their intuition reconnect to their inner light and and rise and shine out of these boxes that we put ourselves in mm. beautiful <laughs> yeah and it's very true it's a very good connection right as you say it's one is the emotional part is maybe ayahuasca and also our subconsciousness or the past and, and healing that and then yoga is also the the physical aspect because you're mm -hmm. also saying everything the trauma also stays in our joints but then to understand to have tools to also understand our minds because you know you I think also it's really powerful to have physical experiences. Um, but then yeah. sometimes our mind and our ego is always in the way and questioning and doubting. And then if you actually have tools for your mind as well to understand yeah. yourself better and to yeah treat yourself differently, then yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, I think you need those. Ayahuasca might break you open, and and but you need to do the work. You need to do. Mm continue in your day-to-day -day life because otherwise it's not really doing much when you forget everything and you get back to your daily life yeah you have to, yeah. You have to do the inner work yeah definitely mm -hmm. oh. well mm -hmm. i thank you for sharing your story i've been yeah wanting to share that for a long time and you inspired me i mean because of you <laughs> you sent you place the seed uh i mean i did ayahuasca <laughs> So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, at the end, I always ask the same three questions. And the first mm -hmm. one is, what does happiness mean to you? Happiness um, to me means being in alignment, being really in tune with myself, with my soul's purpose, like really being connected. Yeah, and present. Mm. That's happiness for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. And what do you do to be happy? Mm, so having two kids, it's easy to lose yourself. And it's because I have a limited time. Mm. Um, but I try to um, move myself. I try to... Yoga always brings me back to myself. Mm. Um, so I move myself. I try to get silent. And sometimes one deep breath is enough. But I, I do the inner work. I, I continuously like work on my mind, but not in a hard way, not like to push, but more like getting, asking the right questions and getting silent and, and listening to my intuition. So, and a lot of self care. For me, it's important to have time for myself and really, and I'm trying to create more time for myself mm -hmm. because it's sometimes it's challenging. Yeah. yeah. Very good. And the last one is, what was the happiest moment of your life? Um, 
I I can't. It's impossible for me to pin it down to one moment because I think um, there are so many, and they're equally happy. And sometimes it's just a, a little moment, like when I'm having dinner, like on the floor on the coffee table with my husband and my kids, and everyone gets along and everyone enjoys what they're actually eating because it's not always the case, and we're just together and. Yeah, that's one moment where I really um, am very happy. And there were plenty others when my, my children were born, especially my daughter, because with my son, it was, it was my first and it was, I was younger and I was like a little bit in shock. But my, with my daughter, I was really present and it was almost like an ayahuasca experience because I was so in the moment, it was like I could touch the atmosphere, you know, it was very mm. powerful. And, and you're doing yeah. home birth for Kaya also. Yeah, both of them. Both of them. And, and yeah, both of them. And uh, with my son, with Finn, it was we were alone because the midwife came too late. Wow. And um, she came when he was already there, actually. So I was really a little bit in shock. Everything went fine, but I was, it was my first child and I was really, I couldn't really. I was in shock. I couldn't really get alone, but your husband was there. My, it was been, yeah. Yeah, okay. But with my daughter was different. The midwife was there, and I was, I know, I knew what I was about to experience. Mm. And it was, a, it was different. I was completely present. Mm. And yeah, that were two moments that really changed my life. That's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well. And uh, is there any book you read, you say, which inspired mm -hmm. you, you like to recommend? Yeah, there are lots of books, but I think my favorite book, um, it's a very easy book. It's like, um, it's actually written, I think, for children. It's by Esther and, um, Esther and Jerry Hicks. You, you might know Abraham Hicks. You I know, know yeah. yeah. And the book is uh, actually it's three books in one it's like a trilogy and um in germany it's called sarah und die eule i think it's sarah and the owl yeah and it's um if you haven't read it please buy that book it's it's so beautiful wow. because it's so simple and it's it's a very nice story but it's also very profound it gives you like answers to the most um profound questions and it's about the law of attraction but mm. kind of about everything it's very beautiful wow i'm it's just nice. reading i'm about to finish ask and it's given mm -hmm. by them yeah <laughs> so like it? Uh, nice. yeah yeah i do i really like it yeah, yeah. Then, then go read sarah and the owl yeah i will <laughs> everyone should read that book it's it's very it's very nice it's just mm -hmm. like Food for the soul. Mm, nice. I will put that in the show notes. Oh, Kat, is there anything I didn't ask you you would like to share with the world, <laughs> with the listeners? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you asked all the right questions. <laughs> I hope I, I, I said everything I wanted to say, but I think it's okay. I think I, think I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, thank you so much for your time and sharing your story and uh, yeah, healing yourself because if you heal yourself, you heal the world. So it's good that you, yeah. you started that journey um, with yourself and now you can help others as well. So yeah, thank you for that. Mm -hmm.
Thank you so much for having me. It's really fun. Yeah. New experience. A little out of my comfort zone, but really cool. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Welcome back and thank you for listening until the end of the episode. And yeah, I hope you learned something new about Ayahuasca. If you want to know more, I put links in the show notes about uh, yeah, what Ayahuasca is. I also added the link of the retreat center where I did Ayahuasca the first time. That was actually a year ago in Peru. And that was beautiful uh, retreat center. Uh, very loving people. And also I will link you my YouTube video. Um, it's only seven minutes long, I think. And there I speak about my own Ayahuasca experience. So if you want to learn more, if you are yeah, feeling that um, you're hearing a calling, then um, maybe you can follow that. And if not, then that's okay as well. It also um, yeah, took me several years, same as uh, Kati, to really try it myself for the first time and if you have any questions please uh, just contact me you can text me on instagram at nadine anna yoga and also i'll be super happy if you leave a comment there under the post and tell me what you think about this episode and how it helped you what's the one takeaway and uh, yeah i'm going back to portugal at the end of the week and i'm also going to uh, compete at the Belgium Yoga Sports Federation. I will compete or attend for Germany on Saturday. So please cross your fingers for me. Um, yeah, and uh, then I will go to Portugal. So if you're in Portugal, I would love to meet you there. And I will have a lot of beautiful events and day retreats and also week-long retreats in Portugal uh, Yeah, in the future. So if you want to know more, you can also sign up for my newsletter. Um, that's on my website, happylessafari.com. Anyways, I love to connect with you or stay in touch with you, see you in person or hear from you, whatever way is best for you. But yeah, I just love this community. I love the people I'm interviewing and I'm reconnecting um, to or new friends I've been making through this podcast. And I always love it to hear from you and hear what you liked or how an episode helped you. So also please share it with your friends that really means the world to me i can see the podcast is growing week by week so also thank you so much thank you for sharing and yeah really what i'm trying is to share and spread more happiness and also to encourage you that um yeah Everybody has their story, everybody is finding their way um, to pursue happiness, but uh, happiness also means different things for different people. And maybe it just means to yeah, be in the moment, feel more connected, but maybe it means that you have to try something maybe a little crazy like ayahuasca uh, to change your life. So um, whatever it is, you will know deep down inside. And if you feel that you cannot connect um, with your intuition or you're feeling lost, then I also added the links in the show notes to work with Kati or with myself. So um, whatever resonates with you, get in touch with us. And yeah, it's also okay to get some help uh, sometimes. You don't have to 
walk all the way by yourself. And yeah, I hope I hear and see you again next week. Until then, I wish you a wonderful day, no matter where in the world you are. Love and Namaste.